Welcome to Mike Ferry Strategies, the official MFO podcast. Hear from Mike Ferry himself, or maybe one of his speakers, possibly one of his top coaches, and even top producers from around North America. Agents, each week you will learn how to increase your production to develop a successful mindset, make more money, and get the most out of the Mike Ferry sales system. This podcast is your portal to expert real estate training, helping you become a top producing agent. Let's get started. Welcome back to Mike's Strategies. Tony Smith, Vice President of the Mike Ferry Organization, excited to spend some time with you again in another strategy for Mr. Mike Ferry himself. You know, as we started in these strategies, uh, in the beginning, I was thinking, gosh, what, what are all the strategies? It goes on and on and on. After 46 years of working with real estate agents at the level that Mike Ferry has, the strategies that have been put together go on and on. We're going to look at a major strategy today. The major strategy we're going to address today is you understanding the two sides of a coin, motivation and the strength of your mindset. What we know, it's a fundamental part of succeeding at a high level in anything is a strong mindset and being highly motivated. And it's no different for this real estate sales industry. Your ability to stay highly motivated and keep a strong mindset is required, right? So what we want to do is look at what Mike's approach has been to those two things for, for many, many, many years, okay? Let's start with the motivation side. Motivation. We know that if someone is not highly motivated, it is almost impossible to get them to do the things that are difficult to do. And to succeed at a high level in real estate, you have to be highly motivated because there's a lot of difficult things you need to do. In our world, learning scripts and skills, a canned listing presentation, prospecting, lead follow-up, repetitious boredom, doing things over and over. There's so many components of building a real estate career that require high levels of motivation to overcome the toughness of it. If you're not motivated, you just simply won't do the things we ask. And what do we know about motivation? Mike has shared motivation, motive to action. Motivation is basically nothing more than a strong enough reason to move forward, right? Motive to action, to do something. And we know that motivation is such a slippery slope for so many people because so many people, um, first of all, don't address it and they don't spend any time determining their motivation. We know that the most of the world is not goal-driven at all, and the only thing that drives them forward is fear, which is them paying their bills. I don't pay my light bill, the lights get turned off, right? And so motivation is simply fear. Uh, don't pay the car payment, the car leaves without me. Don't pay the house payment, no roof over my head. Kids need food, baby needs shoes, right? And that is the truth of the most of the universe's uh, approach to motivation. I have to. Well, then you get thrown into the real estate career and nobody's going to make you do anything, right? Yes, you still have the fears of paying your bills and feeding the kids and doing all those things, but it oftentimes is not enough to cause an agent to do what they need to do. Probably why the average in the, in the, in the world today is that the average agent only sells less than four homes per year is a fundamental problem is because of the lack of understanding motivation for themselves, right? And what we know, if there is no motive, there is no action. 
you know, Earl Nightingale, Mike Ferry's mentor, said that uh, success is the progressive realization of a worthwhile goal or objective. Success is the progressive realization of a worthwhile goal or objective. So if you don't have really strong, exciting goals, then you don't have an objective, you have no motivation, and then you have no success. Pretty simple, isn't it? So what we need to have you first recognize, if you want to start building on your motivation, you need to have a deep understanding of why you got involved in the real estate business in the first place. Was it for massive amounts of money? Was it for freedom? Was it for security? Was it so you could be an independent contractor? Was it so that you could make great money and be at all the kids' baseball games? You've got to really understand why did you get into this industry? And I think everyone should examine that more often. Why did you get into real estate in the first place? What were the benefits that you thought from coming from real estate that you were looking for, right? What we know is if you can't identify why you got into the business, it's really hard to identify what you're going to accomplish. You have to understand and maybe re-understand. Maybe several times in your career, you have to re-understand why you're doing this. Why are you getting into the business, right? And then that reason has got to be strong enough for you to take action. So if it's just, you know, well, I had nothing better to do. Um, I lost my other job, right? Um, I just wanted to make a couple bucks, right? If it, you're not going to do the things that are required to succeed. So then you won't take the action to succeed. What a vicious circle, right? It's just a vicious circle. So what we do know from a core fundamental foundational part of it is motivation typically comes under three major areas, right? There are three primary motivators of, of people besides just fear, right? Uh, fear is one whole segment on its own. But on the positive side, there are really are three primary motivators. The first one is recognition, okay? The first and probably the highest need that humans have is recognition. Remember when you were a little kid? Mommy, look at me. Mom, mom, look. Look at me hit the ball. I can ride a bike. Mom, look. You want to be recognized. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. You know, some of the best agents in the world recognize that, realize that recognition is number one, and they use it as a strong tool of motivation. They want to be recognized as number one in the office. They want to be the top listing agent of the month, right? They want to be uh, recognized by their family as this incredible provider and producer of income, right? Recognition is oftentimes a major motivator of people. The second one is creating security for yourself, okay? A big portion of the universe has a deep desire to be secure, have enough money in the bank, have a roof over their head that can't be taken away, right? Um, be able to have choices and, and do what they would like to do. That's, you know, the security that comes from having a lot of money or, you know, paying off your debts or those kind of things. How does it rate for you? Is security number one on the list or is recognition number one on the list? And then the third one is creating enough income to enjoy a lifestyle, basically money. So it's recognition, security, and money are the three major motivators of people. What are all the things that money can do? Are you driven by the new car, the new house, the, buying the apartment building, the first class vacation? Are you motivated by those things? Do you have a whole series of experiences that you want to have and you want to pay for those? That is the money side of what we do. 
it's very important for you to do a lot of the things we would ask you to do to succeed, that you understand what your motivation is, what motivates you. And then we ask you to not only write it out in detail, but get a visual of it, right? Can you create some visuals of the recognition you would like? Can you see yourself on stage getting the award? Can you uh, take a picture of the number one in the office placard and have that there so you could you know, go after that? Many people want to be number one in the company they work for or these big nationwide brands. They want to get the big recognition that comes from the nationwide brands that are out there. You need to use that as leverage. What is the visual that you could create? Or maybe it's security. Could you come up with some visual so, and in writing what it means to be totally safe and secure? Have the right money in the bank, the right passive income, the right you know uh, monthly income that comes in. The, if you can understand security, if that's what it is, boy, is that leverage. And then maybe it's just money. Maybe it's a bunch of visuals of the car and the boat and the house and the the cash and the investment properties and you know the watch and the trips. Maybe that's your motivating force. Any of them are okay, and we all have some of them. But typically, we have our primary, which you want to use as leverage. The other side of this coin is having a strong mindset. Okay, we know that if you're highly motivated, it also requires that you have an ultra strong mindset to do this job. This job requires a strong mindset. You know, weak-minded. If you're, you know, if you give in easily, if you don't have some grit, boy, this uh, industry we all know can roll you up pretty good, right? So the idea is, what do you do and consider to have a strong mindset? right? Our mindset we know is almost as difficult to control as it is to have great skills every day, right? We've been bugging you about skills on these podcasts nonstop. Mindset is almost as tough, right? Everybody seems to have a story or an excuse, right? They have a strong reason that they can't control themselves mentally uh, and they simply won't do what they're supposed to do each day. It's common. It's almost acceptable in real estate. Right. If your goal is to be a lot more productive, though, you have, you know, if it's really important to you to produce at a much higher level, you have to take control of what goes on your head inside of your head. That is what mindset is, is, is what is going on inside of your head at the given moment. That's what it is. Right. And so you have to be able to take control of that. If you can't can take control of that, then it's hard to progress. Right. So many people come to me and say, hey, Tony, I need help with my mindset. My standard answer is about what? Because mindset is something specific going on inside of your head. Mindset. Your mind is set on, well, I'm having a hard time understanding prospecting. Okay, we can we can help you with that, right? Or I don't, you know, my mind is having a problem with a canned listing presentation. We can help you with that. But you see, it's not just a mindset as a whole. About what, right? Like I said earlier, it's nothing more than looking at what's going on in your head at a given moment, right? About people, about your business, about what's going on around you at that second. Those thoughts are either positive or negative. They're never neutral. What you need to understand about your mind is you're either having a positive thought or a negative thought about it. It's not blah, neutral, okay? I either love prospecting or I have problems with prospecting. It's not, well, whatever, okay? It's positive or negative. A good portion of the world operates in a very negative state all the time. The news is pumping it out nonstop. Everywhere you go, everybody slows down on the freeway when there's a car crash. The entire world op operates in negativity. If you can understand that, right, 
um, whether it be with the conversations we have with each other, the articles we read, the media, just the thoughts we carry around in our head. Negative thinking is always more powerful than positive thinking because the amount of it, there's so much more negative, so it's more powerful. We have to work relentlessly at eliminating negative thinking, okay? You know, every day in our industry, we have a series of choices to make. Do we follow our schedule? Do we spend time prospecting? Do we follow up on our leads? Do we decide to succeed today? Or do we allow the option called failure to be part of our day? If the option called failure is something that you face as the day progresses, you've got to get control and, you know, stare it down and eliminate it. You can't give in to failure daily, right? You have to understand it, right? In real estate, just like any other sales job, there will be really good days and really bad days. The ups are really exciting and the downs are really depressing. To eliminate the down moments or down cycles of the day, we must develop this intense desire to achieve our goals, which will keep our mind strong, right? You know, and in the middle of this whole thing, there's just hundreds of distractions that take place throughout the day, okay? They'll always hurt your mindset, okay? And if your mindset is hurt, so is your productivity productivity. These distractions, whether somebody in your office, a prospect you're working with, a listing you've had too long, they all cost us time and money. Okay. Of all the distractions though, of all the ones out there that we face, drama that we create is the one that's most expensive. You know, the drama that's out there. If you go and talk to, you know, you talk to your workmate about a file that's blowing up, and then you go home and talk to your wife or your spouse or your husband or your kids about a file that's blowing up, and then you remind everybody about it again tomorrow. Aren't you adding fuel to the drama fire? If you want a strong mindset, you have to understand keeping your emotions between the lines, right? Uh, in our industry, to strengthen your mind, you have to recognize that you'll probably need to take three or four little mindset breaks throughout the day. You know, where you clear your head, you put some good, good thoughts in your mind, you read a few pages of a book, right? Listen to an inspirational CD. We've got boatloads of material through Mike Ferry that are just positive, right? Maybe even call somebody and have a positive uh, conversation. With what you go through in real estate, prospecting and lead follow-up and rejection and boredom, you need to take a couple breaks throughout the day to refresh and re-strengthen, you know? Most of the world is low producers in real estate. And most of the world are negative thinkers. Interesting, isn't it? They spend all their time focusing on what they don't like. Do you know the dialogues that go on about, you know, nothing selling or there's no inventory or I hate prospecting or this is so boring. In real estate, they're just running rampant. Those dialogues go on all the time about what can't be done or what I don't like to do, right? If you are one of those people that has these kind of thoughts all the time, you need to make a list of them. Keep them from it for a day or so. Write out a positive switch to it, right? I hate prospecting. I love prospecting and I'm richly rewarded for it, right? This is so boring. Uh, tedious work makes a fortune. <laughs> you find a positive twist and then you throw the old list away, right? Okay. Because you've made the decision, and I'm hoping by listening to these strategies with Mike Ferry and you're getting involved with what we do, because you've made the decision to work outside the bounds of traditional thinking, right? Okay, we believe in something here at the Mike Ferry organization that we use a lot. It's called the 180 degree rule, okay? 
and it works in life and in business, right? You study what the mass of people is doing, and then you go 180 degrees in the opposite direction, right? If the mass of people in the morning like to get up and the first thing they do is turn on the news, uh, read the newspaper, and start pumping negativity in their head, the Mike Ferry organization says get up in the morning and do positive affirmations and stay away from the media right? If the, if the masses love to line up around the fast food, greasy restaurant and eat that all day, if you go the other direction and eat healthy, you're probably better off, right? And in real estate, it goes right down the road, right? Traditional thinking, you know, open houses, sit and wait for business. We go a hundred degree, you know, not a canned presentation. Don't practice scripts and dialogues. Don't learn how to present. We go a opposite direction. Practice your scripts and dialogues. Learn how to present, right? Because we want to move out of the bounds of that traditional thinking, right? You're not going to let things like market conditions affect your production. Your economy exists in your head, period. If you want a strong economy, it's in your head. You can have a strong economy in real estate no matter what the outside market is doing, right? You can't let that affect your growth, okay? And you also have to recognize that if you start to go 180 degrees opposite of all the other realtors, you can expect some of those non-productive negative agents to comment and criticize you about the method. Oh, you're going to go in there and prospect. They're naturally going to do that because they want to keep the world in that negative state. Not on purpose, okay? But you, you're going to get some criticism. Oh, I bet you're going to rehearse your scripts now. You're going to use a canned listing presentation. You're going to follow that tight schedule. You can't go to lunch anymore. Those are all the things that come being opposite of what the masses do. You know, another way to develop a strong mindset is to understand that rejection is a vital part of business growth. Rejection. The more we're rejected, the more business we have. By going out each day and being rejected a lot, we had developed the ability to let rejection just become part of our day instead of stopping our day, right? The majority of real estate agents will let rejection stop them. They call one for sale by owner, the for sale by owner yells at them, and they quit calling for sale by owners forever. They prospect for 10 minutes. Somebody says, I don't want you calling me again and hangs up and they end forever. Rejection is a part of it. Once again, 180 degree rule. If the rest of the real estate agents run from rejection, we run towards it. And the more we run towards rejection, the more money you make. Okay. <laughs> you know, you, you become what you think about most of the time. Like once again, Earl Nightingale, you become what you think about most of the time. As long as we're thinking about the plans we have, the plans are in the front of our mind, the goals we have, we're seeing the vision of what we want to achieve. The more we can be immersed in that, the more of a positive mindset we'll have. What are you thinking about most of the time? Are you thinking about what you don't like or what you're going to go get? And we've got to flip the tide. You literally have to train yourself to spend your time thinking about what you want, not about what you don't want. And if you do that, then you'll push through and do some of the things we ask. And then there's a final quote from Mr. Napoleon Hill. Anybody listening to this has probably heard or listened or seen something from Napoleon Hill. One of the pioneers in understanding what makes people productive, right? He studied the richest and the wealthiest. It was his life's work, okay? But one of the quotes, what the mind of man can conceive and believe they can achieve. 
what the mind of man can conceive and believe they can achieve. So if you want to have this incredibly strong mindset, have you conceived the plan of where you want to go with your business? Have you taken time to dig in enough so that you believe it? If so, you can achieve it. So I hope this helps. You have to understand the strength between motivation and mindset. We want you to be highly motivated with a strong mind. You do those two things and you'll do what we ask and you'll succeed at a high level. Thanks again for spending some time with us on Mike Strategies. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join us next Friday for another episode of Mike Ferry Strategies. If you like our show, visit our website at www.mikeferry.com. And don't forget to check out the Mike Ferry TV podcast every Monday for new messages from Mike Ferry himself.